Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Review Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I'm your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I'm Matt Knotts, celebrating a an interesting week. Yeah, uh, we had – well, okay, so it is Tuesday, November 10th, as we are recording. It is officially one week uh, since the presidential election here in the United States. It's been. It's been. And um, everything went super smooth. Uh you know the uh, the Republicans lost, and they admitted it immediately. And um, you, you know, know it's I, funny. I thought they were going to be total piss babies about it, but no. Yeah, I, I thought that uh, you know they would try to say that you know there were tons of you know not even just like uh, possibly fraudulent, but but just illegal votes, um, and that. Uh, you know, everything was fraudulent, um, even though for some reason, you know, there was this vast conspiracy to make sure that Biden won the presidential election, but not the Senate or a supermajority in the House or anything. Just just get Biden in there. Yeah, it, it's, um, you know, it, it's good that nobody complained about that because it would really be pointless and nonsensical. It would be like an insult to, you know, say my grandfather's memory um, if something like that happened. It would almost be like, you know, uh, Americans uh, welcoming fascism uh, and and spitting in my grandfather's face after he uh, flew 65 bombing missions over Europe uh, during World War II. Uh, it would feel like that. Yeah. If, if that happened, that's the way I would imagine it would feel. Yeah. Um, but Hey, at least everything went super smooth and, uh, you know, all of the, uh, Republicans in my, uh, feeds are, are being very mature about the whole thing and, and, you know, not acting like fucking dickheads. What a bunch of whiny piss babies they are. Whiny, whiny, sad little babies. Yeah. Um, so this is an evergreen podcast and it's a podcast about beer. And and liberal politics apparently. and liberal politics, which if you couldn't figure that out by now, like I'm surprised you were able to work the downloader. We're a couple of episodes, what a couple dozen episodes in now, dozen and a half. Feels like it. Um, <laughs> actually, this will be what number fifteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
That's pretty sweet. I'm just thinking about all those other times that we drank beer but didn't record it, I think. That's probably what it was. You mean uh, about a week ago until I woke up the next morning (laughs) feeling pretty bad. Yeah, that was poor choice. Yeah. And uh, speaking of poor choices, uh, what are we talking about tonight, Matthew? We've got a, a... a, a double feature tonight. We've got a, a sci-fi double feature. Uh, it is uh, Sweetwater's 420 Extra Pale Ale uh, and Three Floyd's Gumball Head. Now, I know we are trying to get away from IPAs. It's it's kind of been a running joke that we always end up doing a, a, an IPA. Just when we thought we, we got out, they pull us back in. The reason we're doing Sweetwater 420 is uh, a friend of ours uh, found out we did a beer podcast We'll call him Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy found out we did a beer podcast and said, I have a favorite beer, but you can't get it in New York State. I'm going back home. I'll bring some home for you. And you know we're suckers for free beer. Uh, yes, we definitely are. Um, you know, there's no beer that tastes better than one you didn't pay for. Exactly. So in honor of Wonder Boy, we're going to be trying Sweetwater 420. Sweetberry wine. Sweetberry wine. You're way better at that than I am. Yeah, but I might have practiced with it. That wasn't my best. I just sound like a, a rejected muppet. You sound when like I do it. Chewbacca learned to speak basic. <laughs> <laughs> Chewbacca and Holiday Special Two, the Duolingo edition. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? Uh, have Have you poured this thing yet? I did. I did. I've got it in my goblet. I've got it in my beer-reviewed journal glass because branding. On sale nowhere yet, but nope. soon maybe. Maybe. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going back. It's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I had one of these uh, maybe a week or two ago because I wanted to make sure I tried one uh, and, and let, let Wonder Boy know what we thought of it, or at least me. I don't know why I'm speaking royally, but I wanted to let him know what I thought. So I drank it and I was like, that is not what I was anticipating in any kind of a way. No, I, I'm. it's got a little bit of a cardboard thing in it really? that I'm picking up. Yeah, for me at least. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely picking up on some nice, uh, some nice, not really dank, but like earthy hops. But there's just like a small undercurrent of, of something, some something funkadelic. Yeah, this is, um, it's Centennial and Cascade are hmm. the hops on, on deck here. And I usually like those quite a bit. Um, maybe I just am used to them in higher quantities uh, so as to make the Pale Ale India. It could be. So this is kind of a, a West Coast style. I did a little bit of research, very little, because this is a beer podcast and who wants to do that much research. On Sweetwater, they've been around for a while. They're kind of an old school brewery. They're one of the first kind of recognized breweries. They've been around since the late 90s. They're out of Atlanta. And this is kind of their... Their flagship, this is their take on an old school West Coast IPA, something similar to what you'd see coming out of like a, a San Diego. Atlanta in Fulton County, which is a thing I know because of a week ago. <laughs> and also living in Georgia for seven years. I was going to ask you if you learned more about geography in Georgia last week or in the years that you lived there. Uh, listen, I know how to say DeKalb and they were saying it wrong on, on CNN like all fucking day. And it was driving me nuts. They were not hitting the L enough. Were they, were they doing like DeCab? They were basically saying like DeCab or DeCob. It's DeCalb. No, DeCob County is adjacent. That's where the big boss man's from. Cobb County, Georgia. 
Yep, but yeah, no, I'm I'm from Lawrence County, and I was not surprised to see that uh, shaded in in red. That was pretty cherry red, there, was it? Uh, to put it mildly, yes, I, I'm from Lawrence County, Dublin, Georgia, where uh, I learned recently after watching uh, the first episode of Watchmen uh, and learning about the uh, the Tulsa massacre. Uh, hey, yeah, there was a race riot in my town in 1919. So hmm, glad I don't live there anymore. No, instead you live in a city where there was a race riot in 1968, was it? Anyway. So Sweetwater 420, what do we think? It's not bad. It's very smooth. It's light. It's got a lot of hoppiness to it. Um, I don't know what it is, though. There's there's something cutting straight down the middle of my tongue, though, that's like a little... A little oily, little cardboardy. See, you know what I get is it's a little pilsnery to me. That's probably it. You know, uh, you know what it's it. It could be more malt than I'm used to coming through. I think that might be it. And this is kind of a, a symptom of being one of those, or indicative, I should say, not a symptom. That's a terrible way to say it. Uh, but it's kind of indicative of being one of those late '90s style IPAs. You know, it was very malt forward, and then you had the the bitter hops. This was the stuff that you know when you gave somebody an IPA. In 2001, they were like, what is that fucking mop water you gave me? Right. This does not taste like mop water. It, it tastes no. like a weak IPA. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I when you get right down to it is essentially what it is. It, it's a pale ale. If right. they hopped the fuck out of it more so, it would be an India pale ale and it would be able to cross, you know, the ocean. Right. And I, this is kind of a very sessionable pale ale for me. Like it's got Pilsner backbone to it. It's got a lot of the nice, nice hoppy stuff. It's kind of uh, I don't want to say a later version of two hearted, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the mind frame it puts me in. If you haven't had it before, that's kind of what I would say. I have not had lighthearted yet to say if it's in that same ballpark. I could see where the, the 420 tie in comes in. Cause there's a little bit of that dankness there. Yeah. The only other pale ale you know that i've had is the the sierra nevada and i had that like i don't know two and a half years ago i haven't had it since because i wasn't super into it i I would have this again this is significantly better than a sierra nevada pale well you know what isn't (laughs) like (laughs) i made a lot of people mad with that statement come at me bro like We could use some engagement on the socials at McKenneth Blue at Beer Reviewed JNL on Twitter at Dreaded uh, at Dreaded Matt on Instagram and Twitter at McKenneth Blue on Instagram. Um, well done. <laughs> was it? But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale. I'm just ugh, I'm not into it. It's got a nice label and it certainly doesn't need me to pitch it. They do very well for themselves. I just don't like it. That's fair different strokes for different folks exactly try everything you'll find something you like i happen to try it and thought it sucked yeah but that's just me i think it's because it's in that same wheelhouse I, i'd put it next to you know sierra nevada or the stone ipa that we'll be doing in the future um it, it's in that that era and it's of that era frankly i dig it yeah this, this ain't bad goes down smooth i could drink two or three of these at a sitting and not really mind it no i mean you know if i had i don't know if you set three in front of me uh, three different beers in front of me and this was your your craft selection you know I, I would go for it if my other options were like you know molson or budweiser or something i'd say it's significantly better than what you'd find at a tgi fridays for an ipa oh yeah for sure for sure, for sure. Because I, I think that's usually Sam 76. Well, and then you'd also have to just reevaluate all of your life choices, you know, figure out what brought you to the point where you'd be sitting in a TGA Fridays. By the way, this is the brewery that serves the beer on Delta Airlines, Sweetwater. Oh, it is. 
So if you fly on Delta, you can get yourself a Sweetwater IPA, and I think maybe the 420. And some Biscoff cookies. I don't know if those are two great tastes that go great together, but I'd be willing to try. Hells yeah. I'll, I'll eat just about anything with Biscoff cookies. It's true. Are you a Biscoff spread guy? Oh, that shit's so good. My only problem is I never really know what to put it on. A piece of bread. Yeah? Yeah. And then you just like, kind of like fold it in half and just eat it. And then you get fat like me. Like a shitty Pop-Tart? Well, no, like on a, a piece of fucking Wonder Bread or sandwich bread or whatever. Yeah, you fold it in half and then it becomes a shitty Pop-Tart. If you say so, but it's got Biscoff stuff in it. All right. I'll have to try it at some point, I guess. You can also take some ice cream of whatever flavor you care to, crumble up some Biscoff cookies in that, and maybe a little spoonful of the, the spread. You got yourself a stew going. I feel like vanilla ice cream, like a good French vanilla would go great with that. Uh, can confirm. Chocolate, maybe not as much, but, you know, chocolate and cinnamon is not a bad, bad trip. No, I, I, I think I've – maybe I haven't had it with chocolate, but I feel like that would be excellent. Get yourself some Abbott's frozen custard. Ooh, Man. baby, that, that just sounds like mm. – You're going hard right now. You got the munchies I, after I, drinking I'm, the IPA. I went from 6 to midnight. Oh, boy. <laughs> World's horniest beer podcast. It's uh, the Beer Review Journal. I feel like it's been a couple episodes since since we since we kept it horny. That's true. I, that that's really the T-shirt. Not try everything. It's beer reviewed journal. Keep it horny. So another point about Swiftwater Brewing or Sweetwater, not Swiftwater. No, definitely not Swiftwater. Wrong wrong part of the country. Eh. So another point about uh, Sweetwater is that it just got bought out. By it a did. Cana- it did by a Canadian cannabis company. Ooh. So I, I think they're trying to play into the whole 420 gimmick that they've got going here. And I think they're going to be one of the the first companies that bring THC infused beverages into the American market. Yeah. You know, I, I, I hate to keep going back to the election night well, but, you know, um, a lot of states uh, legalized it uh, during that. And I couldn't help but feeling that. I was missing one particular state name on that list, Matt. I mean, Sorry, I understand Tennessee. we don't do the whole referendum thing on our ballots, but fucking legalize it. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me let me do that joke again. Okay. Sorry, Tennessee. Anybody know? Do you remember that one? No. Mm-hmm. There was an infomercial where it was in all states except Tennessee. Sorry, Tennessee. Uh, it's a long way to go. Right, Nin- I- 90s kids will love that joke. Only 90 kids will understand. Only 90 kids will understand. (laughs) Only nine kids will understand. There's a ninth of a kid that will understand. (laughs) Uh, Um, Yeah, it's true. New York was not on that list, nor was Pennsylvania. And my new hero, the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, is very heated about that situation. Have you followed him yet? I've not. um, You know, I I do follow a lot of uh, politicians on Twitter. Um, but he is not one of them. I like that Eric Swalwell guy though. Let me say, if you're going to follow any politician, follow Fetterman. You have to do it. John Fetterman is my new hero. Is it because he drove his snowcat at all of those gremlins? (laughs) (laughs) 
Have you seen a picture of Fetterman? No. All right. So we're going to take an off-ramp here. You said uh, John Fetterman? Yep. John Fetterman. Uh, I, I tried to do double D. TT. Oh, TT. Yep. See so here. I'm always thinking about the double D's, Matt. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, wow. He looks like a, a m- movie killer. Yeah, he's kind of a badass human being. Um, he looks a little bit like Tiny from, <laughs> from fucking, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses in, in this one picture that uh, your mouse is near. Yeah, he kind of does. So let me read a, a recent tweet from Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman of Pennsylvania. So that eerie postal worker made a bunch of shit up about vet- voter fraud. Giggle. That means the only documented voter fraud in PA is still my dude in Luzerne County voting for Trump with his dead mom's ballot. Audit seems to be going well. My dude, math. Yeah, he's followed now on uh, at McKenneth Blue on Twitter. Yeah, he is maybe my favorite politician on the face of the planet right now. That 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 was pretty great. He's six foot nine. He was once a stunt double for the Big Show. Oh, okay that that explains the look. He he lives in a converted car dealership. So basically, if Bill Brasky was a politician, he's John Fetterman. Do the rules. And I think his quote about uh, PA and and cannabis was, well, we're bordered with a virtual candy land of cannabis now with New Jersey, and we're still not talking about this. Well, that that's the thing that really pisses me off is it, it we've got what medical here. Yeah. Um but we're not even talking about just legalizing it. I, you know, I, I'm I'm sure it's just because we want all of the uh, the the money uh, from all of the uh, people in in the system. You know, spending the rest of their lives in jail for having a fucking joint. Black people got to get them off the street. You know, thanks um, Rockefeller. But I have heard that the governor is trying in the next budget. Well, we'll see how that goes. But I have heard that like for the last three years going. Legalize it. Uh, I have also heard that uh, the president is going to try to decriminalize. So that's interesting. Don't criticize it. <laughs> so Sweetwater 420. Yes. It, a, a fine beer. It is. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. So thank you to Wonder Boy. You know, Wonder Boy has left the office now. Like like Nanny McPhee or or Mary Poppins before him, uh, he arrived when we needed him but didn't want him, and has left when we wanted him but no longer needed him. And uh, here, here's to you, Wonder Boy. We we enjoyed it. Thank Cheers, you for your Wonder gift. Boy. And thank you very much. We did trade him a bunch of local stuff, and uh, the jury is still out on if he enjoyed it at all. I haven't heard from him, so I can only imagine it was too high ABV and he's just passed out somewhere. He's a he, he's a small good boy. <laughs> he's a good good boy, but he, he is a little small. <laughs> we forget that we're, we're you know the, the Legion of Doom when it comes to high ABV beers. So we're we're fucking. Uh, I, I don't know about you, Matthew. I, I'm I'm not quite three hundred pounds, um, but man. I, I have some fat to absorb the uh, the uh, those ABVs. Oh, I, I am in piss and distance. Um, 
if I continue on this 9% beer route, I will be there. We'll, we'll get there together and, and then we'll fun. fucking die. <laughs> but I at look least, forward to the, the show pictures where we just look like a mid 90s morning zoo. Yeah. And it's just you and me like, hey, I'm you. I forget who the comedian was, but uh, oh, it might have been might have been Brian Regan, the the B word fat. Oh, it's Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt, that's right. Yeah. yeah, you can tell somebody's fat from the way they uh, they say bees. Yeah, I would like some nutter butter cookies. Yeah, that's all I can think of anytime. Perhaps mm. some brisket for brunch. Nutter butter. Yeah. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so. Uh, we should probably hit the bar and get our next selection, eh? Let's shell. All righty. Uh, will we be right back? We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. And we are back from the bar with a new beer to talk about. Hell yeah. That beer is Gumball Head. Gumball Head. From the beautiful Three Floyds Brewery in Munster, Indiana. I I feel like I thought of a joke for Three Floyds while I was at work, but now I don't remember it. So, well, that's helpful. I know for our comedy podcast about beer. <laughs> you should write these jokes down. Uh, I really should. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like our last couple episodes did go pretty smoothly. And it's because at least in part, we wrote an outline. We did, didn't we? Yeah, uh, this was a So to, to pull back the curtain a little bit, to put the tiger on the table and talk about it or whatever. Um, we decided to record this about three hours ago. Yeah. So... This was very much an impromptu. We knew we wouldn't be able to record for the next week or so because there's something else going on. Now, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Donald Knotts. Oh, what is that thing that we're going to, well, you're going to be busy with uh, possibly this weekend? This weekend, it's the Anomaly Film Festival, anomalyfilmfest.com, the best of genre films. What genre films you ask? It's action, horror, documentary, and just plain weird films, all for your perusal. If you're in New York State, check out AnomalyFilmFest.com. You can catch all of our feature films. If you're not in New York State, short films are also available. $20 pass for the short films, $60 for the whole ball of wax. It's the Anomaly Film Festival, AnomalyFilmFest.com. Now, Matthew Knotts, I would assume for $60, I would be getting you know one or two films. That's what it would cost me to go to the theater or even, you know, rent a first run movie from the Disney Plus. Um, so the, the your Anomaly Film Festival, that's only like one or two movies, right? That is 14 features. Jesus Christ. That's right. That's, dollar for dollar, pound for pound, the best value in town. I think so. I uh, <laughs> By the time this podcast comes out, I will have my pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, everybody should definitely go and check that out. Um you know, it's, it's really cool to get to see, um, these movies that, you know, wouldn't necessarily get, uh, you know, a, a wide release, like, uh, a Christopher, Christopher Nolan picture. 
Christopher. Christo- Listen, I didn't give you shit for the way that you said horror like a four-year-old. Hallwa? Hallwa. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't remember what I was saying now. Um, yeah, these movies that won't necessarily, um, get like a wide release, you know, you might end up catching them down the road somewhere on like a shutter or, uh, an Amazon prime video or something. Um, but why not, you know, support a local, uh, film festival that it, you know, it, you guys had great stuff last year. You've got great stuff this year. You've got a, a, a Hoa anthology movie in there. Hoa anthology. A Hoa and a Hoa anthology. You've got a yeah. Hoa anthology. Uh, that, Sometimes I just get so excited. I forget how to talk. <laughs> yes. You revert. Um, you know, I I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what you guys selected. Um, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. And so should everybody else. And like, like Matt said, if you're in New York state, you can get full access to everything. Um, and if you're in the rest of the United States, uh, you can get those short films. Um, and you know, there's a mix of stuff from the U S and around the world and, and, and even some stuff locally. Um, exactly. So Thank check you. it out. That's a great plug. I appreciate that. Hey, th- um, that's what I'm here for. Now, f- for you, I think there's one that you're really going to dig in there. It's um, kind of a documentary, kind of a, um, a, a pseudo TED Talk kind of thing with the guy that built the Gremlins. Oh, oh, I listened to your Anomaly Presents uh, episode. You, you guys should actually go in. Uh, I mean, first of all, you should be subscribed to Anomaly Presents anyway. Um, Please do. But you should definitely listen to the one where they go through all of the uh, the films that are in the festival this year. Um, it, that, that's going to be a great resource. And, and I am very excited about that one. Cause I do love gremlins. Um, again, it goes back to, you know, me watching all of the movies that I, I probably shouldn't have, uh, when I was young, oh, yeah. gremlins is a little intense for like three or four. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty rough if you're that little. Um, but that's why I am the way I am. Yeah, and I mean, that's uh, fair. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, I a therapist friend. might have something to say about that, but I don't know. I don't see one. So the part that we didn't talk about on that podcast is that we actually got to interview that guy. Oh, sweet. And and also the guy that won Face Off on Sci-Fi a couple of years ago actually lives in Western New York, and he joined us too. So we have a really cool conversation between the guy that built the Gremlins, uh, a visual effects artist that's working today, Matt and Adam. It's, it's a lot of fun. We're also doing a Little Debbie free-for-all panel where we talk about our favorite little dubby snack cakes. That's nonsense, but it's fun. Now, pretty much completely unrelated, but I, I learned an interesting tidbit uh, recently. You, you and I have talked before in in, in the IRL uh, mm-hmm. about the, meat uh, the Dead Meat um, channel on YouTube. Yes. Um, they just did a kill count for Basket Case, uh, which yeah. is a movie I've never seen. Oh, it's a lovely movie. I love <laughs> it that seemed thing. like it. Um, but apparently the guy who did the creature effects for that ended up going on to win an Oscar for the dark Knight. Uh, he did the Joker effects. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't realize that. It's, it's a fun little tidbit. That is a fun tidbit. Yeah. And, uh, you should check out basket case. I think it's still on shutter. I do not have shutter. I know I am. I am a sad. Well, he, Here's the ooh. Here's the thing about that. They're raising the price on Netflix in a couple weeks. 
I found. Mm-hmm. It's a seventeen ninety nine. Sweet Jesus. You could just about pay for a year of shutter for that. Pretty damn near. <sighs> so <laughs> enough cheap plugs. Yes. So let's uh, get to drinking. Yes, that that is what we're here for. Um Gumball Head by Three Floyds. Let's uh let's give it a sniff. Hmm. That's got some uh, fruity, fruity stuff going on there, which um, I like. Hmm. It's light. It's crisp. It's got some uh, zest on the end of it. Um. Hmm. It's different, right? It, it, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not kicking it out of bed. Um, I'm just trying to, there's another something running through the middle of it that, that I'm kind of bouncing off, but it's, it's not bad by any stretch. Hmm. Yeah. It's got a nice light bitterness. I, I, I think I like this one, Matt. It's not our normal wheelhouse. Well, no, that's the thing. It, again, this is just, this is a wheat beer. It's not an IPA. Um, it, it does have some nice, you know, hoppiness and, and bitterness to it, but I, I think I'm just getting, you know, that, that weedy, that weedy ale thing going, which I'm not used to taste on day, but yeah, no, for, for something that I would never like seek out, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. Yeah. That it- I, I feel like the reason I, I grabbed this is I feel like it dovetails well with the, the sweet water. Yeah, they complement each other pretty well. They're very different, mm-hmm. but um, not to the point where it's like, ugh, uh, those are not two great tastes that taste great together, um, which is what I experienced last night <laughs> um, when I followed a, a minky boodle up with a, a blue moon. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I wonder if you'd done it in the other direction, if that would have been better. I, I'm not sure. The uh, The Blue Moon was sort of a last minute decision. You know, it, it's been a week. <laughs> it was uh, what was in the fridge? Is that one of those moves? It, it was, it, I, I had already finished, uh, or read, you know, I, I, I had had the last of that fucking pumpkin thing um, that your brother suggested. Uh, and then I had the Minky Boodle. Those two didn't exactly blend great either, but uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, but from Minky Boodle to uh, to Blue Moon, that was that was a bridge too far. I feel like that's like toothpaste and orange juice. It it, it was pretty close, yeah. Um, but yeah, we we've got to do uh, we got to do Minky on, on the show at some point. Um, you know, just I agree, or or just you know, grab a few sours and and do them. Um. Although, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll wait for summer. Uh, that feels a little bit more appropriate. Yeah, we'll we'll put a pin in that until maybe spring when we start to get fruit again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just uh, general advice. Um, I, I, mm, or no, it's Berry Vision that's going uh, year-round now from Big Ditch. Um, but I think you can find Minky Boodle most of the time. It kind of rotates out with Glowworm, if I remember right. Yeah. But, which is a blackberry lime. Goza, maybe I think. Ooh, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot more, uh, a lot more variety of uh, Thin Man at Wegmans recently. Um, in addition to them now 
pretty routinely having a, a, a few other half varieties, which is very nice. Yeah, other half is definitely kind of up their their production enough now that they've got three locations, four if you count Young Lion. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're so taking over the East Coast is essentially what's happening. Yeah, and now this week, I don't know if you saw it. Let's get into beer news you can use. Um, Treehouse is going to have three locations. Say what now? You didn't know this. Oh, okay. I did not know this. So yeah, Treehouse is opening another two locations, one in Cape Cod and the other one maybe about 25 minutes across the New York, Massachusetts border in the Berkshires. Hot diggity damn. Yeah. So um, for those of us in New York State, we'll actually be able to drive and get, I think when I mapped it out, it was four and a half hours from door to door, four and a half, five hours to get to the new Treehouse location. I mean, shit. <laughs> Um, okay, so as opposed um, to five and a half to six, so Pfizer says they have a vaccine for coronavirus that is ninety percent effective. Uh, <laughs> let Let's all get that, and then we'll go to Treehouse. Oh, I was talking to James. Actually, broke the news. Uh, you know, friend of the show, James from the uh, Intercontinental Wrestling Podcast, brought it up the other night. He's like, "Hey, they've got a location on Cape Cod. Cape Cod's fun for a family vacation, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Let's do that." And then it was two days later, and he goes, so they're opening one in the Berkshires, too. I was like, well, that's a day trip for me now, so we can mule back Treehouse. Um, in other uh, beer news you can use, uh, Rohrbach Brewing Company uh, broke ground on a barrel-aged program, um, which they announced yesterday. I, I'd be interested to see what they do with that, because you really liked, uh, what was it, Instruments of Darkness? Wasn't that barrel-aged? Uh, I forget if that's barrel-aged or not, um, but it's fucking phenomenal. I'm still hoping that they will make that this year, uh, but I have not seen anything one way or the other on it. Um, you know what was a miss for me? Because we enjoy our, our black IPAs. I tried the black Hefeweizen that they did, the mm. the Nightman. Miss oh, you with boy. that? Yeah, it is um, notes of mushroom and fermenta cheese. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's not do that. For, um, for my palate, it may not be for everyone, but for my palate, that's what I got. Gotcha. Um, I'll wait for Dayman. Ah, ah. yeah. Um, that but, was. But yeah, they're yeah. they're uh, they're building uh, a barrel aging facility behind their Buffalo Road uh, brew pub. Well, there's plenty of room back there. Have you ever been there? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I had good food there and and good beer. I grew up not far away. So that was the first place I went because it was more or less a eight minute drive from my parents' old house. So that's where we would go to get craft beer before craft beer was a thing. Nice. Nicely done. Yeah, it was good. And it was also German food and my family loved German food. So we'd go there and get German food and then get um, in the, the German parlance, schnockered, um, and then come home. Um, I, I will point out that uh, previously in this podcast, Matt has accused me of uh, hipsterdom um, and just unprompted say, said that he was getting craft beer uh, at, at this facility before craft beer was a thing. So accurate. Um, there were really two places in Rochester you could get it at that point. It was – at least locally brewed. It was either Empire Brewing when that was open down in High Falls or Roarbox. You could get some craft stuff at like McGregor's if you were out at McGregor's, but stuff that was really brewed locally, that's where you would go. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Um, McGregor's has a pretty good tap list, but I, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend the food. No, it used to be really good. Yeah. I, I had what, uh, was clearly one of those like Bubba burger patties, uh, yeah. there the last time I ate at one. Um, yeah. Kara ordered a veggie wrap there once and it was microwave mixed vegetables. Hmm. Like corn and peas and green beans and lima beans in a wrap hmm. with ranch dressing. Yeah, no, that that's a no from that's a no from Rochester dog. I don't know who looked at that and said, "Yeah, we'll feed somebody that a donkey." But ugh, it was horrible. They used to have a bacon and brie cheeseburger that was phenomenal, but that went away. An idiot sandwich. I enjoy when he calls people donuts. I'm not sure I've come across donut. Yeah. Donut. When Gordon Ramsay yells somebody and calls him a donut, it's fantastic. So gumball head. Gumball head. Good name. Kind of it a is. fun can. So, kind of like a three-year-old or something drew it. Yeah, it's very pop art. It kind of reminds me of Gorillas a little bit. The mm. band. Jamie Hewlett, I think, is the artist. Kind of puts me in that mind, mind frame. Three Floyds is an interesting brewery. They they really just started getting distributed here a couple months ago. Um, and their big claim to fame is Zombie Dust. That was kind of the the one that people would go apeshit for and travel and try to get and trade for and all that. So it was one of those hype beers in the pre-Treehouse days. Gotcha. Uh, where are they out of? It's Munster, Indiana, which is not far away from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, so a lot of their stuff is very uh, metal-influenced. Um, they've got like Laser Snake, Zombie Dust, Barbarian Riot, Alpha King. They just did a collaboration with the band Pig Destroyer. <laughs> Pig Destroyer rules. I should try to find – let me see if I can bring some up real quick just so you can hear what Pig Destroyer sounds like. Oh, I think I can imagine. <laughs> They're wonderful. And this is this is the big hit. Yeah, now we got to make that fair use. Uh, That's fine. It um, was only they have they 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 make an interesting use of noise. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, that that's kind of their stock and trade. They do a lot of you know found found audio and yeah, it's great. Yeah. No, I um, that is about what I was expecting <laughs> from a band <laughs> called Pig Destroyer. <laughs> It was either it was either that or just you know something along the lines of fuck the police. Yeah, I could see that, but yeah, pig destroyer. It, you'd be looking for race trader for that one. Yeah, um, which race trader is actually half of what's currently Fallout Boy. Huh. Okay. Well, I'll give that a pass. Um, it, it's actually kind of funny. I don't know. You probably not because why would you? But yeah, two or three of the guys from Race Trader decided to go and start fallout boy and it was like a really political hardcore band that would play in basements and then they just went off and made fallout boy hmm. and now they're international rock stars yeah sort of the exact opposite of uh panic at the disco half of them breaking off and making uh the young veins um 
which is basically like, you know, if one of the worst bands you've ever heard uh, broke off and became like one of the best 60s bands that ever existed. That uh, tracks. I could see where that would happen. Yeah. No, um, if if you're listening to this and you've never heard of uh, the Young Veins or, or heard any of their stuff uh, and, and you like, you know, 60s, you know, Beatles-y uh, type stuff, give them a listen. Uh, it's really fucking good. Oh, this is my favorite song by them. Oh boy, that is very 60s. That is very Beatlesian. The good news is we don't upload this to YouTube, so we don't have to worry about it. Took you in the vineyard a couple hours and that's all we have enough money for. Yeah, no, that... Uh, I, I don't even... That's one of those things where I don't remember even what brought them to my attention. Um, but I think I heard, I heard Cape town, the song that you were just playing and, um, immediately just bought the album. And from start to finish, that album is, is perfect. There's not a wasted track on that record. It's fantastic. Is that the only, yeah, that just came out last year. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. Or maybe a re-release last year. Maybe, yeah, because no, that that album is um, a few years old. I mean, it it's like maybe I don't have my. Oh wait, I've got iTunes here. I can tell you. Um, I want to say that was early 2010s. Uh, I, I was still working at Old Navy uh, when that came out. Um, was it on the overhead thing at Old Navy? I don't think so. Um, I mean, because uh, before the store opened and we would be be doing like shipment and signage and stuff um, during those hours, we would like just throw somebody's iPod on um, usually mine. Um, Cause I like good music anyway. Um, it ended up com- coming over the speakers <laughs> quite a bit, <laughs> uh, but only because it was on my iPod. Um, yeah, no, that, that record is just so phenomenal. Um like I said, from start to finish, it's it's just really good, especially, you know, again, if if you like 60s music, uh, 60s music, 60s, 60s music, musics. if you if you like these 60s musics, um, well, that was weird. A, a German person just came in it's here. A, your house is lousy with German people. It really is. Um, man. <laughs> I don't think iTunes has ever taken this long to open. Is it still really trying to load? It's still bouncing in my dock. Good God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my current iMac is a piece of shit. I, I bought a lemon. Um, oh, it happens. Yeah. Um, it happened to us. We bought the, the one that we're currently using right now for the show. Um, and I had to put $700 worth of parts in it to make it work right. Good gravy. I had to upgrade the the RAM and the hard drive in order for it to go. Oh, it has stopped bouncing. The window has still not opened. Ah, there we go. Uh, I don't like this new uh, Apple Music. I, I keep saying iTunes because I started using Apple computers in 2005. Speaking of, though, did you see uh, Hodgman in the uh, Apple event today? Yes, it made me very happy. That was very nice. I, I got 
to all nostalgic seeing PC yeah. uh, show up. If he had to shave his beard so he didn't look just like me anymore, I guess that's a good reason why. <laughs> yeah, the the artwork that your brother did for, or my brother did for us uh, that we haven't used yet, um, you you did end up looking a little little Hodgmanish. There were a couple times that he put pictures up on Instagram, and Carol would just text him to me and go, "Why is Hodgman you?" Because he had the exact same beard. He's got the same gray patches in his beard. He's wearing a baseball hat. Like, oh, no. I never would have thought my celebrity doppelganger was going to be John Hodgman. Yeah. There are much worse people. Uh, 2010, uh, Take a Vacation came out. Holy shit. That is the name of that album. Have so now I feel since? old because I that was 10 yeah. years ago. Uh, it is their only album. Uh, like, pretty much right after that came out. The people that broke up with uh, Panic at the Disco broke up with the Young Veins. So, uh, yeah, they, they've they've been, you know, air quotes on hiatus for for ten years, Ugh. which is really disappointing. You you hate to see a band put out an album that good and then it's the only thing they'll ever do. That is life is a hardcore kid. Yep. It's disappointing. Usually it's not even a whole album. Usually it's like, wow, that seven inch really ripped. And then you never hear from them again. Right. It's like a killer's Christmas song. You do them for 10, once a year for 10 years. And then you stop doing them. That's a Christmas present to me. So anyway, uh, gumball head, (laughs) because we still have to continue to do this show until it's our real job. Um, it's true. (laughs) Um, yeah, I like it. It's a fun, fun little, it's good. It's a good little beer. It's not what you'd expect. No, but it's nice. Yeah. I, the I other three it. Floyd stuff are super old school IPAs, similar to that sweet water that we had, but closer to stone. They're, they're much heavier. Mm-hmm. They pour that like real dark butterscotch color. Yeah. You'll, uh, if you go to the gram, uh, at beer reviewed journal um, or at McKenneth blue, you'll uh, you'll see the picture that I posted uh, of this one. Um, it's uh, this, this one's a goodie. Uh, I think of the two, I, I preferred this one and yeah. um, I, you know, I, I would say, yeah, track down. You know what? Black tea. Is that what you're getting out of it? Yes. Fair enough. I'm getting black tea and lemon. Tea, Earl Grey, hot. Mm. Or in this case, beer, Earl Grey, cold. (sighs) Bergamot and lemon. (laughs) And orange peel. Pico. Give me an orange Pico tea. And Sepulveda. Pico and Sepulveda. Pico wins Pico This is another Co-hanga. one. How, how the fuck old are we? I'm 36. <laughs> old enough to have listened to Dr. Demento at some point in our lives. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember. I Well, I've. Eh, nope. Now I've got to open Apple TV to see when I stole Phantom Zone from. Uh, 
from the uh, the DVD I got from Netflix of uh, of Phantom Zone. Um, there there was a time, children, when Netflix was a company that would send you DVDs in the mail, and then you would watch them and then send them back when you were done. You could keep them as long as you wanted, but once you were done, you would put it back in an envelope and send it back to them. Um, and and what what old Uncle McKenneth would do is he would borrow the obscure movies um, that he'd heard about on Will Wheaton's uh, Radio Free Burrito podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then he would uh, use, um, oh, I don't even remember. uh, Handbrake. handbrake. Did you say handbrake? Yeah. Yeah. I would use handbrake to rip them (laughs) and and keep them uh, forever and ever and always. Uh, so it was like it was uh, Phantom Zone, uh, Ricky O, the the Ballad of Ricky, or is it the yeah. the saga of Ricky? No, it's the Ballad of Ricky. The Ballad of Ricky. Yeah, um, with the head exploding. Yes, that dude. Was there's the, the the shit in that movie is just great. beyond the fucking pale. It's great. Um, let me see here. So a piece of trivia while you're looking, did you know that Blockbuster had the opportunity to purchase Netflix? Uh, I did know that. That is right up there with, um, oh, God. Kodak selling off the the digital camera part? Kodak selling off the digital camera part. Basically, any decision that Kodak has ever made uh, in in the last, you know, say, 50, 60 years. years. Like, uh, why would anybody want a machine that copies... A thing that you've already got a copy of. That's so stupid. Why would anybody want to take a picture and immediately have it developed? That's so stupid. Kodak deserves every bad thing that happens to them at this point. Like, like I'm sorry. Kodak is the dumbest fucking company in the universe. There's a, a very famous... A uh, quote from uh, a gentleman by the name of Phil Brooks. Some people might know him as CM Punk. Um, and he said of of Vince McMahon, he's a millionaire that should be a billionaire, but he gets in his own way. Um, Kodak is exactly that. Yeah. They should have been the biggest company on the planet, but they just let it run through their fingers. And so did Blockbuster. If you want to know more about Blockbuster and the way it Went the way of the dodo, except for one location. The last blockbuster is available on the Anomaly Film Festival starting November 12th through the 15th. Anomalyfilmfest.com. Oh, that was that was silky smooth. That like that that uh, plug you just did there. That was I enjoyed that. I'm I'm occasionally okay at it. If you're hearing this after the 15th, just Google. You fucked up. Go- you should be subscribed, and you should you should review on iTunes. True, really helps us out. And also go to blockbusterbend.com, which is the website of the very last Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon, and support our friend Sandy, who runs that on her own. You can buy a copy of the last Blockbuster on Blu-ray, and you can also buy a wool hat that she makes herself. Sandy is amazing. Apparently, at some point, I may have deleted the file for Phantom Zone. Well, you fucked up. I fucked up big time. 
Unless it's just no, that no, no, no. You know, you know when you didn't fuck up. What's that? When you enjoyed this beautiful gumball head beer from Three Floyds. Yeah, I'm, I'm past it. Yeah, no, I, I I just searched my whole hard drive and I am not seeing it anymore. Um, but this is if, some riveting podcasting we're doing right now. A hundred percent ABV. Um, yeah, no, but the fact of the matter is I, I heard about it on radio free burrito, which tell you something. I, I, I don't know the last time Will Wheaton actually released an episode of that. Um, pre big bang theory. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think he talked about being on big bang theory on a, a couple episodes. Um, but you know, certainly it, it's probably been close to 10 years you know, um, since, uh, since I, I ripped that DVD off from Netflix. Sorry, DMCA. I, I did it. Pirated it. Oops. He did it again. I ripped your stuff off. See, the good news is if you do it off key, then they can't get you. Got lost in the game. Uh, is that off key or am I harmonizing? I think you're harmonizing. Oh, shit. God damn my perfect pitch. You're going to auto tune this, right? <laughs> no, that's, that's production. And that's something I don't do. Got lost um, in the game. If you hear auto tune in that whole bit before, that's what happened. Maybe I'll just <laughs> auto tune this whole thing. Oh, you should. We could sound like uh, a Kanye West record. Yeah. We'll be like Daft Punk. Uh, it makes me harder, better, faster, stronger, mostly harder. Oh, so man, is it about time I'm, to cash in the uh, the old tab I, there? I'm fading fast. Fair enough. We we did start this one a bit late because uh, it was my mother in law's birthday. Happy birthday, mother in law, uh, Patty. Um, happy birthday, Patty. Happy birthday, Patty. We I, I well, <laughs> Matt hasn't met you. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, That's not true. <laughs> sure, your lovely wife's mother. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's a delight. I think I think that that moment just now is going to be the first preview for this episode. <laughs> it's the first time I've cracked up. <laughs> oh, Jess is going to hate that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Patty, I I love you. You're a great mother-in-law. Um, and um. <laughs> uh, Thank you for being so wonderful to to my partner. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you very much. Um, Happy birthday! But yeah, it, it was her uh, her birthday, so bedtime for Ben and Amelia happened a little bit later than normal. Um, so apologies to Matt. Uh, it's fine. It's good. I'm fine. Yeah, don't do that. I am going to start yelling. <laughs> I like, listen, the amount of fucking, uh, kids books that I read to Amelia, uh, that have the word yawn in them, especially the Sandra Boynton ones, for whatever reason, she likes to use the word yawn like four times in a stanza. Uh, so it'll be like, you know, uh, the one she likes a lot now is dino snores. Oh, that one's a goodie. And there's that page where it goes and they yawn and they yawn and they yawn and they yawn. That's probably the first time in about six months that I've been able to get through those words without yawning. (laughs) 
yeah, it's it's terrible with those books. They they kind of how many times you've fallen asleep and there it is. There's the yawn. Yep. Just happened. how many times have you fall, fallen asleep in Amelia's bed after reading one of those books? <laughs> well, I, I'm usually uh, laying on the floor reading uh, to her. Yeah. Uh, there, there's been a non-zero number of times uh, where <laughs> I just hear go, I just hear Jess say, "Really? <laughs> uh, you know what?" She's like, "You just fell asleep reading, you know, fucking Snuggle Puppy or whatever." So, uh, from, shit. <laughs> from everyone here at the beer reviewed journal, I'm McKenneth blue at McKenneth blue on Instagram and the other one, Twitter. He's at dreaded Matt on Instagram and Twitter. We collectively are at beer reviewed journal on Instagram at beer reviewed JNL on Twitter. Speaking of just, you know, go follow that one because we don't have a lot of followers there. We've got a lot of a lot more followers on Instagram than we do on Twitter. And and yeah, we post the same shit everywhere, but maybe follow both. Why not? Yeah, why not? One day we're going to do something different on there. Maybe we'll do a giveaway on the Twitter. And then you won't know. And that's and when you know, know you fucked up. We have pumpkin beers we can give away on the, the Twitter. Exactly. Allegedly. I drank all of mine. Yeah, I gave mine to Josh immediately. It was the next morning. I was like, guess what? You have a fridge full of pumpkin beers now. <laughs> but um, yeah, one last uh, final quick plug here for the Anomaly Film Anomaly. Anomaly Film Festival. It's anomalyfilmfest.com, November 12th through the 15th. It's virtual. It's ordinarily we'd have it in the cinema theater. This year we're going to have it in your house. You can catch it. You can Chromecast it. You can airplay it. You can watch it on your Roku. You can watch it on your Apple TV. We have 14 features, somewhere in the range of 36 shorts, I want to say, somewhere in that ballpark. That's so many shorts. It's practically a long. Excellent. This weekend, uh, we, we're kind of in a headed toward lockdown state. So do your part for, for coronavirus and stay inside and watch some kick-ass movies. Anomalyfilmfuzz.com. That's what I'll be doing. That's what McCandless will be doing. Chances are we'll be cracking a couple cold ones while we're doing it. You do that too. It'll be fun. And while you're doing that, you could probably try everything. Except Roush beers. What were you going to say? No, nothing important. (laughs) 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 Uh, Let's do that one again. Do you want to do the ending again? (laughs) No, just keep that in there. All right. Okay, bye. We love you. Love you. Bye. I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio!